are back. Welcome everyone to episode 9. It's Monday, December 14. Great to have the band back together. Yes. We've got a packed in show. Lots to catch up on. As always, I'm joined by the fat team, Phil and Adzo. G'day mates. G'day. Sup. Sup, brother. Got a lot to pack in today. Breaking news though. We have a travel bubble coming. We do, New Zealand. Oh, yeah, hey. opening the door at last. It's all happening. Bring on that Queenstown sweetness. Yeah, man. Stinging for some cookie time cookie. Tell you that I was thinking great. some LNP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that burger joint in Queenstown? Uh, Fur burger. Fur burger. Yeah. Yes. All those famous things. Uh, we're still having a tassel with China. It's yeah. so funny. People say to me, I've actually had a couple of conversations with people about this, and everyone's like, yeah, but China needs us because we've got the best iron ore in the world. I'm like, that's valid. They also have nuclear weapons as well as a full <laughs> army, navy, and air force. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just an interesting time. Has it progressed to iron ore now? I thought we just weren't selling them out wine or something like Yeah, that. but I think the whole thing behind everything is iron ore. Okay. So, we can kind of tussle with them a little bit because we've got the iron ore. Yeah, but need is a strong word. Need? Yeah, mm. need is probably a strong word with that. It's one of those things that we're not the only source, but we are a very high quality. And well, high quality, bro. High quality source. You so, want to get some uh, of that Vietnamese iron ore? You wouldn't know what you're getting. Yep. Yeah. Have you ever tried Indian iron ore? 100%. <laughs> Stick to your curries and foe, those two countries. <laughs> and welcome to uh, our politically incorrect podcast. This is called the Freedman Podcast. <laughs> How did we get to wailing on the on, on two great nations in response to innocent parties? <laughs> Once right. again, China's got That's us right. infighting. That's right. <laughs> it's just this is what happens. The parties erupted. <laughs> so shout out to Vietnam. I've been there. It's fabulous. Really nice. Oh, yeah, here we go. Let's go on the ultra ultra defensive That's on the right. other side. Ah, oh, some, some of my best <laughs> friends are Vietnamese. <laughs> um, listen. Speaking of. Um, Actually, I've got nothing to say. Speaking of just idiot people, Donald Trump, still yet to concede that man. Oh, yeah. Even though his so-called big one, you know, the Texas case, was immediately rejected by the Supreme Court, in which he nominated three judges. <laughs> he stacked the court and they still won't take his back. Well, I, I think that gives everyone a little bit of hope, doesn't yeah. it? At a certain point, you know, when you're at the pub, you know, with your mates and one of them's like, wants to kick on with somebody, but you just know... That he's in the wrong. Yes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he's your yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't yeah. actually. You don't wish him harm, yeah. but you yeah. do just need to. Yeah. You know, put an arm on the shoulder and just be like, mate, we just. It's time to go. Johnny T, we love you. Time to go home. Come on, big so guy. His three <laughs> Supreme Court people have got their arm on his shoulder, and it's just like, just come on, come yeah, on, mate, come on, buddy. Time for a sleep. Yeah. Time for a sleep. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow is the the big one that a, a certain friend of ours was uh, waiting for, which is when the. Electoral colleges put in their official vote for the president. Oh, yes. Which yes. means you can get Tomorrow. this uh, faithless elector situation mm-hmm. where they could potentially choose not to vote for Biden even if their voters voted for him. Or how I don't really know yep. how it works. Yeah, yeah. But sure, I found yeah. it quite interesting. There was a line in um, this, uh, it was this credible news source that I got from called CNN. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it said, A moment of historic resonance will activate safeguards stemming from the founders' fears nearly 250 years ago of a monarchical leader wielding unaccountable power to counter President Donald Trump, who has repeatedly spurned the fundamental principles of American democracy. And I quite, I don't know, for some reason that activate safeguards just reminds me of every action RPG game yes. that I've ever played. Yep. You must activate the safeguards, which yes. have been in place for 250 years. Yes. Yes. This is what's happening tomorrow. Yes. Normally this event like just doesn't even get you know coverage in the news. Yes. And then tomorrow it's out like, 
no, this is when it officially, officially becomes a yes. thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a crystal at the centre of the Rocky Mountains, far beyond <laughs> exactly. the reach of man, that must be reached to activate the safeguard and eradicate Trump the... from the country. Loaded into the scepter of democracy. That's right. Yeah. But, but only a level one paladin <laughs> can, journey, can begin this journey today. No, we're only level a half. Exactly right. Yeah. So that's yeah. what it feels like. We know, as I said, we've got one friend who's really just... Sort of He's hanging on. Hanging on. He's hanging on. Remember we talked about it in uh, Chappy Ass about the bet? Uh, this I, is where it all relates to. I, I remember someone with a vendetta. Yes. And, uh, who was trying to take it, take he his own poor betting decisions he, out he on He doesn't Tristan. want Trump to win. Well, he's a big Trump fan. But he <laughs> big really <fan>. wants $200. <laughs> all right. Oh, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's his agenda? He wants $200? $200. <laughs> I think I can identify with that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tristan. <laughs> We have a sponsor of the week, but they asked to be re- be rem- to remain anonymous, yeah. stricken from the record. So, thank you, anonymous sponsor, for providing us with our drink of choice that we're going to drink tonight. Forex Gold, yeah, um, six pack, six pack. Pretty good. It comes in six packs. Uh, I'm, I'm halfway, craft beer four packs. I'm, I'm halfway through the bottle and I'm loving it. Jokes on this mm. man! I actually scored a six pack of Forex Gold. At my work, Chris Kringle White Elephant thing, and we benefited the sponsorship money because I didn't have to buy the forex. Man, the mood has turned at your work, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Somebody's given you forex for Chris Kringle. That's oh, like, I grabbed that, is, that thing. If that isn't a fuck you to the boss, I don't know what is. Well, <laughs> it's uh, what it is is a way that I can make an extra bit of coin for the podcast. Yeah, actually, man. so Absolutely. we're gonna spend anonymous's money on something else, something special. Yeah, maybe donate to something that he's really against. That'd be kind of funny. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Just give it to Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> just wire it to him he's, Hey man, we'd like to cover 10% of your bet <laughs> So thank is, you But is he against Chappie? That is the question 100%, 100%. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you, yeah, so thank you to Anonymous And uh, please enjoy our State of Origin New versus Forex battle We're also going to go into Today we're going to go into Hero of the Week We've got yeah. some goodies We'll also introduce our Dad Joke of the Week We've got our Hold My Beer segment As we talked about we are doing Adzo and the Sports Town. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, we are. It's back. Yep. <laughs> we uh, we have a little Sydney news. We'll do uh, Chappy Asks. Yeah, can't wait. Um, and anything else that I'm missing? I think that's it. And before we kick off the show, it's time for Manly Feats of the Week or Feats of Manliness. Is it Manly Feats of the Week or, or Feats of Manliness? Uh, feats of Manliness. Okay, Feats of Manliness. Yeah, that's, what that's what we're going with. What, what did I do that was manly? I, say, I, I put up my first Christmas tree with my child. Mm-hmm. That was something I will oh. say it was a bit more exciting than the usual run-of-the-mill, drag-the-old-girl-out-of-the-garage kind of day. It had something else to it. A bit of magic. And I think Christmas really is for the kids and you know, family. I, know, I heard that. I, yeah, I, you, you keep your baby in the garage? Yeah. The old, the old baby, the, the old Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, it did the old, the old girl. <laughs> Drag the baby out of the okay. garage. You call got, mine one, and when I give the signal, I have got one of those one again. big W Christmas trees, which has got about nine hundred little branches. You have to individually place into it. So every year, come first of Jan, I just drag the whole thing down in one piece, decorations and all, and stick it in a corner of the garage. And drag it back up in December sometime. That's what right. I think. Okay, okay. That why don't we just call it a Christmas tree? That's okay. It's yeah. The, <laughs> the Christmas tree came out. <laughs> yeah. Continue. And anyway, so I'm just saying it's been a rough year for a lot of people with isolation and everything in December usually means the opportunity to spend some time with family. And it, it was a little bit more magical for me, uh, with my daughter, the first time putting this tree up. And uh, also on the back of that I got my first COVID test. 
last week. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Once again, using the daughter, I usually like to send the baby in to take the test, since if she's clear, <laughs> so we're probably all clear. Yeah, I use and, my uh, wife. <laughs> you know, she's not making memories yet. <laughs> That's just good parenting. <laughs> but this time, I went and took one for the family. My wife actually said, you know, maybe it's your turn to take one for the family. I'm like, but she, she won't remember. And she goes, you could talk about it on your podcast. I'm like, oh, on the podcast. You could probably, <laughs> probably do that. You know, it sucked. It did suck, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. It was a bit of a tingle. With what we talked about, we compared it to having pool water shoot up your nose. Yes. Not the end of the world. If you haven't had one yet, I recommend go out and have one, punters. Because they're free. And uh, my way, it was done in and out in five minutes. Well, it does. It, I mean, it does penetrate. It almost feels like they're penetrating Touches the your brain. brain Touches your brain a little bit. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it probably doesn't, right? But it still feels like it does. It's somewhere behind your right. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't it's know not, what the brain it's, is. It's not great. But, you know, it wasn't the worst. Nice one, Adzo. Philbert. For me, I uh, I stepped forward into fatherhood. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, plant fatherhood. Oh, um, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Build up and crash. <laughs> uh, and uh, essentially, my travails this week and, and my attempts because my flatmate, you you've been to my flats full of yes, full yeah. of plants. There are oh, plants yeah. there. That's yeah. My flatmate takes care of all of that. They do. But she I've does. of course got my space in Bondi Junction where I do my work from, and yeah. I put a peace lily into the space. And so I need to take care of this thing, and I am, of course, uh, initially failing dismally. Too well, much water, not enough water. Too much sunlight, not enough sunlight. No, I'll give you credit for happening. it, mate. I I'm have, learning on the go. I can tell you, I've, I've, I've killed every single house plant I've yeah. really ever had. I killed the fake one from IKEA. I got. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, ter- no, I'm terrible with plants. No, or- it's not. It's not as easy as people think that it is. It's I- like get a plant and do all this stuff. Like, if you don't look after it every day, yeah. they do die. Yeah. Have you uh, seen them in like TV shows or movies when they've got a little spray bottle and they're like spraying the leaves for yeah. some reason and yeah. sort of talking to them and yeah. the plants are all these beautiful ferns. Yeah. yeah. Look like you could live in them. Yeah. No. None of that for me. Well, well, I, I, think- chuck, I chuck in a glass and like half of my hydrolite in the morning goes in the plant. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe it lives, maybe it doesn't. So are you saying that, is it alive still? Yes. Can you keep us updated on the potty? Absolutely. I think that's what people will be tuning in. New yes. segment. <laughs> week to week. Phil's parenting potty. That's it. That's it. Because I thought to myself, you know, you get the plant, if you can keep the plant alive, then you go, then you move up, you get an animal, if you can keep the animal alive, then you have a baby. No, honestly, I've killed pot plants while I've had children, so uh, I don't think it goes in any other related. order. Fair chance yeah. they've killed the plant, though. Oh. I've seen your mm-hmm. kids. That's actually valid. Yeah. Nice one, Phil. Mm. That actually is quite manly. Is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick for me, I washed both cars... Cleared out our garage. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, so I did all that. And actually, like, and I like, put the bikes up on hooks. So they're hanging up you on got the hooks? walls. Yeah. Damn. What's um, coming up next? The tool where you, like, trace the outline around, around the, the thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. where the chainsaw goes. goes. That's yeah, where the saw yeah. goes soon. Uh, and I also replaced the Rego plate light bulb on my Fiat 500. Damn. Nice. So that's kind of a oxymoron there. But anyway. Like tinkering I, away with electronics, using your hands. Yeah, that's right. I think you got this one. Uh, I also went to the doctor and had a doctor touch my groin because I got ingrown hair and had to uh, get on antibiotics. You gotta, so, you gotta remember yeah. to wash your ball sack, bro. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. You yeah. gotta wash. So I just let the water trickle down. Scrub. I'll give it a I'll give it a good wash, and I was thinking of giving a good shave maybe as well. More than, more, than, no, 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 no. more than once a week. Do <laughs> you not <laughs> shave down there? No, no, no. I'm thinking of giving a little of a... Okay. Yeah. Look, look. Unless you enjoyed your ingrown hair experience. No, I, I really wouldn't recommend didn't. it. I really didn't. It was Honestly, quite Tristan, bulbous. I've watched you play sports and a razor blade anywhere near down there with your coordination 
I'm not having it. Really? I'm not having it. What sports so have you doing? seen me watch when play? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't ruin a good joke by asking a question. No, I know. Um, uh, I just wanted to. I just wanted to deflower that because I'm amazing at sports. Oh, one I day, see. One day you. Oh, gonna, you're amazing at sports. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I've seen you play FIFA, and you're pretty trash at that. The other <laughs> yeah. Night. I thought that's what we were talking about. Yeah, which, which um, sorry, how did that go last time we played Tristan? Yeah, never mind. Right, Neil, we'll just get on with the show start, Phil. <laughs> I just like the fact that you were having your very own episode of Ball Fondlers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rick and Morty for that one. <laughs> and on that note, from the fat team to you, this, this is, is the Free Man Podcast. Strap in, gentlemen. Hero of the week time, and I want to put in dad joke of the week time as well in this section. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. What do you think about that? Yeah. I'm nice. Right. I like it. Last week was David Prowse. Well, two oh. weeks ago was David Prowse. I haven't forgotten yep. about it. The man, Darth Vader. And this week, my nomination is Tommy Tiny Lister. Now, okay. you don't know who he is, but uh. I just give you the name. So he sadly passed away on December 10th. Uh, you would remember him as President Lindbergh in The Fifth Element. Oh, no. He oh, also ooh. was the dude in uh, The Dark Knight who had to make, you know, he was the he was on board the ferry and he had to, you know, he took the bomb. The bomb, yeah. And then he dismantled it or he did something with it, I can't remember. I don't know. And he, you know, thought he was going to be the bad, like, jail guy and he was oh. going to blow up the other yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, no. And great to be back to having Christopher Nolan references. He's yeah. the one who leans in. He's like, give it to me. Yeah, exactly. Give exactly. it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's blind in one eye, so that's Didn't why... did he drop it over the side of the boat? Yeah. yeah. what he did? He did. Yeah, because yeah. it's the build-up of like... Yeah. Like, oh, he's going to blow up the boat because he's a bad guy. And he's yeah. like, no, 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 I'm not playing these games. That's it. Give yeah, it that to me. Was... I'm going to do what you're too cowardly to yep. do. And yeah. then, pew, out it goes the window. How good is The Dark Knight? Great movie. Great movie. I actually rewatched that last week. Uh, you also, uh, one of my favorite movies when I was younger was Friday and he, oh, yeah. and he played Debo in Friday. He was the big tough guy, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. He was awesome. Oh, Walking, driving around on the little bike. <laughs> he was like the, he was like the neighborhood bully. Yeah. Oh, it's a great movie. But I fondly remember him mostly as the wrestler Zeus in the WWF. And he was a big rival for a couple of years to Hulk Hogan. Okay. Um, as well as uh, what was that guy's name again? The 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 butcher Brutus 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 the barber beefcake. Do you remember him? No, no. <laughs> I remember Honky Tonk Man. I remember the Ultimate Warrior. So Zeus. So, I mean, it's just the, the same kind yeah, of yeah, same era. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brutus the barber beefcake was. He yeah. wore these like Junk pink leotards. Yeah, it's all that time. Uh, okay. And he had these big shears that he used to come into the right. wrestling. So I just remember a couple of key matches with Zeus. Uh, as well, I so, expect if you were coming in armed, you'd probably win. But no, the shears you, you, didn't, that didn't was, go very far. That was the funny thing about wrestling, which was always like they—they—you never actually got to—they never got to use the weapons. You know, even when Jake the Snake Roberts you'd would come out with snake. his snake, yeah. he kind of put it on them loosely. <laughs> yeah, but he would never actually do anything with it. And I guess when you think about it, I guess the wrestling's not real, so that makes a lot of sense. Right. Yep. But my hero of the week then is to Tiny, um, or as I better know him as Zeus. Oh, look, I, I, and I can get behind all of the things that he did except for the wrestling. 
So, because I've never been able to get more than three minutes into a wrestling match without turning the TV off. Mm. Um, However, I did get a bit of extended. I did get a bit of extended time with wrestling in the classic Nintendo 64 WWF wrestling game, where you could play as Kevin Nash and roundhouse kick your way through the entire tournament on very hard mode, and nobody could get at you. <laughs> is that like Zangief's thing, where you kick yep, back stand in the, the corner? Yep. Kick? Yeah. You, just, you just do the Kevin Nash roundhouse kick over and over and over again until you win the tournament. Wow. Yeah, yep. it's a really good way to anger your friends. So Kevin Nash is your hero of the week. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> as always. My hero this week is an anonymous lady in the Gold Coast who paid off $16,000 worth of gifts on Layby. Oh, right. yeah. Did you guys read about this? Yep. So staff at the Mr. Toys Toy World store in Mr. Burley Toys Waters. Toy World. So the mystery woman came into the shop last week and paid off more than 80 Laybys. The woman didn't ask for recognition. She just wanted to help other people out following a tough 2020. And that's pretty heroic, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, I tipped my uh, my menu log guy about three bucks the other night when he brought my pizza, and I was smiling. <laughs> like, I'm a hero. Dinner. I was like, feeling yeah. like a bit of a hero. But she's really gone out there, and uh, considering the tough year we've all had, what a lovely thing. So to that's do. another, there's another full circle there, because our sponsorship is anonymous, and your hero, hero of the week is anonymous. Would they be the same? Only time will vary. Unlikely, <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna bring it back to Nintendo once again and say that uh, way back in the day, in Super Nintendo days, I had Donkey Kong Country on layby at the Mister Toys Toy World in wow. Strathpine. Shout out! If you'd hung on and a little someone, bit longer, someone would have paid. If someone off. had ever done that for me, Shout that would have been the most amazing thing. <laughs> Can to you imagine have just popping in ever. where with like your two bucks, you're to put yep. a little bit more, and they're like, "Yeah, mate, it's yours. It's <laughs> paid it on." And I was like, I didn't think I'd get to play this game for three more months. That's actually pretty amazing. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sweet, sweet Nintendo. My hero of the week, uh, in in good pod tradition of highlighting things weeks after they've happened. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Is Romain Grosjean, the F1 driver who escaped from that fireball of a uh, crash yeah. in the mm. F1 a few yeah. weeks ago. And basically, the moment I saw that after the pod, I was like, oh, that's who the hero of the week should have been. Because we all know the cool guys don't look at explosions. That's true. And there's a picture of him just... Lightly jogging away from yeah. the fireball behind him, yeah, and just amazing. So yeah. for me, man, hero of the week. Anybody, anybody who's racing that fast walks out and then lightly jogs away from an exploding car is a hero to me. Yeah, but see, I it loses it for me. Why? Because what? he's jogging what? away from it. What? If he walked away he from walked it, away, if he though. walked away from it and didn't turn around, I'd be like, that guy's the bomb. But you're saying he's jogging away for his life? That's not cool, bro. Cool guys don't look at explosions. He wasn't looking at it. I still run away from it. nothing to do with the pace. I think there's an assumption that you're also supposed to be walking. Maybe putting on a pair of sunglasses and lighting a cigarette at the same time. Um, As it explodes behind you. What's his face did it? John Oliver to end his uh, Last Week Tonight series this year. He blew up 2020. He gets this big (laughs) thing of 2020 in like a mining site. Nice, nice. And he just walks away from it and then he blows up. You can see him sort of... Flinch a little bit. Flinch a little bit as he's walking. It's all. And my wife's watching it with me and she's like, Is this all real? I was like, Yeah, he did this actually in 2016 when Trump got elected. Oh, wow. Like, the world can't get any worse than this. And then four years later. Yeah. yeah, Wow. Wouldn't we live to give in 2016 again? But uh, he, he, he doesn't flinch and he's walking away. So. So basically, what you're saying is Romain Grosjean is a wuss. I'm saying Romain's got to grow a couple of balls. Yeah. That and also it was a couple of weeks ago. So unless you want to retrospectively take David Prowse's. Hero of the week away from him and replace him with some wussy F1 driver that can't stop jogging away from explosions. 
mate. Rethink yourself. So I given, think we're going to have to. I'm agree going with the toy world chick. <laughs> I'm going with Kevin Nash. We can't <laughs> give it to anonymous because. All right, fine. See, anonymous hero of the week tonight. is Kevin Nash. Fine, it's done. done. Good. <laughs> oh god, it happened again. <laughs> okay, dad joke of the week. This is a new segment by popular demand. Right. Phil, did you bring a dad joke of the week? Or I this... didn't. Oh, that's okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see this in the. Trust WhatsApp. me. This. No, I kind of just chucked it in there. But I've. I've, I've, I've got. A, I've got a classic though, gentlemen. So oh great! All right, I'll start. Where do koalas go on holiday? I don't know. Koala Lumpur. Oh my god. <laughs> So you're saying you don't have one, Phil? <laughs> it's very good, though. It's fantastic. I've, I've got one. Hey, you, you, well, you, my, my, my joke is actually that you're not allowed to tell them because you're not a father, so it would be considered a faux pas. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice, except for the fact that I became a plant dad this week, so uh, <laughs> here we are. Koala Lumpur it is. Koala Lumpur's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the Scarecrow win the Nobel Prize? Wait, because he was that? outstanding in his field. Exactly. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> but the classic. Kuala Lumpur I hadn't heard before, so... <laughs> yeah, Kuala Lumpur gets it for me. All right. As all much right. as um, that makes me hate myself. All right, dad joke of the week. <laughs> Tristan, you. you're the dad of the week. Well yes. done. Okay. Done. <laughs> He's done it. He's done it. Oh. Kevin Nash and the Koala. Together right. at last. Let's go to our anonymous... Um, what's next? I don't know. Something. Coming the, up. The anonymous rap. Oh, yeah. The anonymous rap. We have our second sponsor. It is Anonymous. We love Anonymous. Um, we miss you, Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. I don't even know, need to know who it is. No, this is if you if you want me to talk about someone amazing. Yeah. Anonymous is that person. Yeah. And I would love to just praise them. Tell them all about their achievements and accomplishments. Yeah. But there's no point because they're anonymous. Mm. So there's not really point in anything but saying thank you to Anonymous for sponsoring today. Shout out to Anonymous. Yeah. yeah. And go to www.anonymous.com. <laughs> and, and we really hope we don't end up getting targeted by Anonymous as a result of this podcast. Wait, by an Anonymous, not the Anonymous. What's the, what's the weird thing that, you know, that... What's the protest group in America what, called? QAnon? QAnon, yeah. yeah. But Anonymous was before that. There was like the hacker group that came from 4chan or something and that was a thing. Yeah. Or wore those Guy Fawkes masks. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a thing like five or six years ago. Wait, wasn't that um, that series that I watched on TV? The one about the hacker? Uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. <laughs> it's a little bit like <laughs> Yeah. Um, see, I'm just can't see those masks without thinking of V for Vendetta. Yeah, that's what I think uh, of Great too. movie. Yeah. Hugo Weaving in his Natalie best. Portman, right? Who wants to kick off with our anonymous news of the week? You news of the week. The Russians are dicking Australia. Talk to me. Oh, go on. Scam Bitcoin ads trading off unauthorized images of Dick Smith... Andrew Forrest and other celebrities one of these. which have taken in tens of thousands of Australians are part of a highly organised global business that uses five addresses in the centre of Moscow. A Guardian <laughs> investigation has found. That's great. The sheer scale of the scam has made it difficult for Google to block them and for Australian regula- regulators to take action. The fake celebrity ads have run on news websites since at least 2018, but with people stuck at home during the COVID-19 pandemic, many more have been caught out by the scams. In the most common form of the scam, the unwitting user who clicks on an ad is taken to a fake news story that includes a link purporting to be a cryptocurrency investment scheme. 
If they enter their details to register for the scheme, they receive a phone call typically asking them to invest a small sum, such as US $250, and then increasingly large amounts. All coming out of Russia. I got and served one today, actually. Today? Yeah. yeah. Every them. time I see that, and I've got to say, like, I see those ads and I know it's a scam, but just seeing Dick Smith, I kind of want to go down that rabbit hole. I, click, I followed it. I've clicked and, and looked through just yep. to see what it was. I knew it was a scam yep. even before yes. clicking, but I'm like, oh, I'll see. What, I'll see what they're trying to do here. Yes. And yeah, it looks pretty legitimate. Yeah. They do have a lot of like they've got their big ABC News logo. You know, this yep. is the hot tip investors exactly. don't want you to know about. And then it's like, oh, follow all these things. Click here. Put your details in. And like, well, I mean, obviously it's a scam, but plenty of people wouldn't immediately, you know, red flag it. Would Dick Smith lie to me? Well, why would he? Exactly. He's his name on the line. I mean, he doesn't need to steal money from me. He's already a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's just pointing me in the right direction. I've seen a lot of them on Twitter using people like Elon Musk and people like that yeah. to try and sell the sa- yeah, exactly yeah, the yeah. same scam. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. I. But that's my that's my news article of the week. Thank you, Guardian, for uh, getting an <laughs> you exclusive. Love the Guardian, don't you? Get, getting an exclusive news that that's a scam. <laughs> right. Well, in my news, then China has become the second country to put a national flag on the moon. Oi. You guys seen that? The space no. probe also brought the first samples of lunar rock to be collected in four decades. It was just very recently, I think just this week, dropped in the... It's always the South Australian desert, isn't it? Yeah. Anytime anything falls out of the oh, sky, yep. it lands yep. in the South Australian desert. Yes, yeah, that was like last week was Hayabusa 2 from Japan. So they're all at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the Changi 5 team spent more than a year selecting materials for the flag. A new type of composite material was chosen to withstand the harsh elements of the moon, which does not fade, color, or deform. So it makes me ask, how come every t-shirt that I buy that's made in China fades within three washes? <laughs> right, there's a lot to unpack here, so I'm going to move on with one more bit of news. In American news this time, marijuana is now Maine's biggest agricultural commodity... No longer just the home of blueberries, potatoes, lobster rolls, and Stephen King, the economy of Maine has had a big boost thanks to the legalization of weed, with sales reaching $24 million in October alone. There's a lot of people quarantining right now. Cyberpunk has just come out, so I'd say sky's the limit for the rest of 2020. My cyberpunk. Uh, Keanu Reeves is cyberpunk. Keanu Reeves is cyberpunk. Cyberpunk hasn't been doing so well. Cyberpunk's been getting some pretty poor reviews. I'll have to get it and download it. Apparently it's buggy as shit. I feel like Maine, it's like California's on fire, everybody wants to get out. If Maine's on fire, everybody wants to get in. Because it's going to be a great time. (laughs) It's going to be a great fucking time. Get in. That's one of those classic blue states, green states. You know, I'm pretty sure most states in, uh, in America are going to be... Uh, selling legal marijuana. Oh, yeah. You know, it's happening everywhere. Oh, it's an yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. cash crop. Yeah. How it hasn't happened here yet still kind of amazes me. It's... But it's like the, the uh, repositories are all considered like essential services. Mm. So the bottlers, the weed dispensaries, they're all open. Mm. Whereas, you know, you're not allowed to go to church, you're not allowed to go to the supermarket, but you can get your weed in your, and your beers. And from illegal to essential in like a decade. I know. That's how fast it can move. Yeah. In, in the same state, there are still people locked up for yeah. dealing small amounts yeah. of weed, but it's now legal. Yeah, it's so. terrible. You've got to keep that tax revenue running, especially yeah. during a, during a pandemic. For-profit prisons. That, it, it's it's such, a, such a strange thing to have come into my head about the flag, though. I was like, okay, so only two nations have gotten a flag onto the moon. I was trying to think, you know, everybody's going up there with a full rocket and everything. But I wonder if you could just design like a really, really intensely powerful cannon oh, yeah? to just shoot, to shoot like an there. arrow with a flag on the end of the, the moon. Is, the moon. Bro. Yeah. Like, don't ruin. Hey, 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 keep going. Hey, hey. Australia's, <laughs> Australia's space industry is growing, all right. all right. And if they can't solve this problem, 
then why is it even? Do you know what they would have said to like Neil Armstrong back in the day? Said, do you even know? You know how hard it is? Did they say no? And look what happened. So don't listen to him. Exactly. Yeah. And also, if there's any project that involves creating a giant cannon, yeah, get in. Yeah, absolutely. I'd invest in the cannon. Very true. Just to see it go off. I'm not going to say it's going to hit a target 400,000 kilometers away. We'd have a lot of fun on the way. Phil, you just continue following your dreams. What I, what, I, what I was upset like about is they didn't, they didn't send a little spaceman out there to plant it. Well, that's what's pissing me off about space travel at the moment. It's all robots now. It's all either like they're just I going up to the space station. I want to see the guy playing golf again. Exactly. They're all going up to the space station and doing that bullshit. Yeah. But no one's going back to the moon. No one's even trying to go to Mars. Yeah, so like, is. Huh? Mars yeah, but not, yeah, not, but not, yeah, not but on foot. Come on. Send someone in a rocket already. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't They're trying to it all the way to the moon and then fired this little projectile into the dust. Which popped up a flag. Yeah, that's That's stupid. not putting a flag in. Was anyone in the other ship or was it all automatic? I, pretty, I think it was all automatic. Yeah, that doesn't count. So in, would you have been more in favour of the cannon, Adam, if it was <laughs> shooting a human at the moon? 100%. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, you'd, need a, you'd need a really strong helmet, but get in. If you, I guarantee you that probably a good one quarter of a million people around the world Who'd would say, you're, you're going to die, yeah. but the way you're going to die is we're going to shoot you out of a yeah. rocket. Yeah. And you're fed first. Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on to this flag. Yep. You will be the second person to stick a flag onto uh, the moon. Yes. Yeah, yeah alright. Yeah. Sure. What else are you going to do in life? Honestly, if I saw an ad with Dick Smith saying that I could sign up to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've, if you've got the right trajectory, <laughs> you could probably impale yourself on the flag as you land. Like, yes. a, like a bit of Cabanossi at an 80s barbecue. <laughs> Cabanossi! <laughs> alright. My news of the week. Uh, thank my wife for this. Um, so we're talking about coronavirus lockdowns. I don't know if you did, do. You ever remember the movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Zodiac? Yeah, about the killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. So Samuel Blake, who's a Melbourne mathematician, Blakey. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Blakey. Old Blakey Johnson um, said, "Some people spent their time in COVID nineteen ISO knitting or learning a musical instrument. I did. Mm. I did neither of those things. No. This dude spent his time cracking the mystery of one of the puzzles of the Zodiac serial killer. It's been like in San fifty Francisco years or something like that for more than fifty years. He yeah. deciphered the three forty cipher. Mm. Um, I won't go into the full detail of it, but there was a, it was a team of him and I think two others. It was three guys, yeah. And uh, they released it to the FBI, and then the FBI officially released it. I think." Just the other day, and uh, yeah, cracked it out to some of the lines. I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me. This is the deciphered section of yeah, the code. Yeah. That wasn't me on the TV show. Oh, which that's fascinating, up, isn't it? Crazy. Which I'm not afraid a of a gas me. chamber. He said, "I watched this uh, 12 yeah. minute uh, YouTube. Wow. One of the guys that cracked it, the Australian guy, put a YouTube out there, and I watched it the other day. And he talked about how they did it. it was just basically computers crunching, you know, crypto algorithms, just trying to decipher anything. And basically, he's just looking at the results." Looking for anything that even resembles English. And once it does, it's like, well, we're heading in the right direction. Tweak the computer program again, run it again. Mm. And so it's just a lot of number crunching. But God, these guys are so smart. Unbelievable. Yeah. I will say that I was a little disappointed that at no point did it say, my name is, you know, Jack Turner and I am the Zodiac Killer. He just like made a couple of little statements that really didn't don't get the cops any closer to working out who it is. It sort of reminds me a little bit of our shout out to our uh, UK friend, Simon, who whenever he used to make a website for me for work, he'd put a little something somewhere on the website where if I, 
even if it was a serious <laughs> website, you'd say, hover the mouse over this little picture yeah. for more than two seconds and some secret page would open up and it'd always do that. Or <laughs> click right there. Yep. Like, well, what if other people do? It's like, ah, no one's ever going to no find one's it. Ever gonna do that. <laughs> Basically putting graffiti dicks on your website. So, so, so close on? to what I'll be yeah. like fun little references to things. So yeah. shout out Simon for those great inputs that you used to well, do. There was a thing for a while where you'd like, you could actually get your website added to a list if you added the Konami code. You know, remember the Konami yes. code? Up, up, uh, down, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, 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 Oh, nice. Put a little JavaScript in there and then if they run that, it has to do something. It has to pop up a picture or take you to another site. I built my work site. I put that in there. And it took you to the... Uh, Scott Bayo stuck it that. in the wrong hole YouTube oh, video. Remember that yeah, song? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you did the, the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Konami code on my works website. It took you to that very inappropriate YouTube. But I figured no one would ever do it. Love it. We're going from like a like mathematicians who have cracked the code of a serial killer to yeah. like to Scott yeah. Bayo. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some people use their skills for good. Actually, <laughs> some people and, use it. For and good. honestly, they're two types of people in lockdown. Now, a hundred percent. I think it comes back to what I said about Cracking me going to the, um, the dentist. The dentist. Yeah. Yeah. We found there were two types of people in lockdown: those who really looked after the teeth. Yeah, and then, and then people was... like you. <laughs> and then there were the people drinking cream and soda. <laughs> oh now, if that's it for main news, I do want to talk about. I don't really know where else to stick this, so I'm going to stick it here. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to take something back. I have been watching the prequels. Another retraction. Yeah. Here we go. God. I might Damn, be on... this is pretty good, isn't it? If you took out 90, 85 to 90% of the film, <laughs> the plot... I guess Phantom Menace is about the rise of the Emperor. Or it's his, it's his strategy, right? Sure. But I just want to take... A, I do understand... And it's funny. Watching these movies with my, my children, it is a little bit enjoyable because they can enjoy it a little bit more with yeah. the... Comedic crap that's around it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say these are incredible movies because they absolutely are not. Yeah. And my wife was watching me, was asking me about the plot, and I literally, you know, remember I talked before about how I was watching yeah. the original trilogy, and I felt yeah, yeah. really like, yeah, I could tell you everything about this. She's asking me questions about every answer. I, I have to be perfectly honest with you, honey. I, I have absolutely no idea what's going on or why they've done that. Oh. I mean, I know what's going on in the film, but it's yeah. like, who are they? What are they doing? What do they do? I don't know. Like mm. the point of it is just to. Think of this whole movie as the rise of Senator Palpatine, yeah. right? That's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. I still couldn't tell you what was the goal of the Trade Federation on the boob. What were they trying to do? The goal, the whole what, thing was it is iron ore. I don't know. <laughs> the whole thing is set up by Senator Palpatine. Okay. He gets the Trade Federation to to think that they want something from the planet oh. and to try and extract stuff from that planet, but he knows that there is really nothing there. Even Qui Gon Jinn says it at some point. He says. The Trade Federation being here makes absolutely no sense. Okay. Which is kind of a testament to the plot of the film. Yeah. But it's kind of the whole idea is that there isn't really a strong reason for them to be there. They just are there. And that creates conflict. That creates the vote of no confidence on the Chancellor. Yeah. And that's when uh, What's-His-Face Palpatine gets put in as the Chancellor of the Senate so, so, and then over he takes over. And so going back, you're not you're, you're seeing a bit of not... Oh, well, how random that they're there you're seeing that the idea in the movie I'm, it was all well, what's, him what's, your, what's your fresh take I'm this retracting what I, what I said before that said that the new three yeah. might be more rewatchable than Definitely these not. three which you oh, yeah. two were very opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. so I said and I watched Phantom Menace like 8 or 9 times on VCD and I <laughs> so I'm starting to say especially with my children that that might be the case. And actually, I'm a little bit worried about the new three ones because I think they're a lot more violent 
then they use three, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Yep. Um, so we'll see. So I guess I just wanted to make a little retractment and just say that I was wrong. Yeah, what are you going to do when your kids see Han Solo getting killed by his son? Like that's a bit of a that's a bit of a dark moment in the Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. Saga. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little dark. It's a yeah. bit darker. The films are a bit darker, and you don't want to give them ideas. And I don't <laughs> want to give them ideas. <laughs> exactly. So I guess my hero of the week is the prequels. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. As Not this- as bad as you remember. Beautifully, full circles me through to a, uh, uh, the final point I wanted to make in the news that has nothing to do with news at all is that I was listening to the Osmerican special and shout out to you boys for, for getting in and, and covering the election in our absence. Yeah. But um, a passionate defense of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> I um, loved it. And uh, two movies that are better than we remember them. The next two Matrix movies, yes. you go back, you watch them, they're yeah. better than you remember. Yeah. They're nowhere near as good as the first one. But they are better yeah. than you remember. And watching it again in retrospect, even though there were some really annoying bits, and my God, that whole Zion thing did my head in, I could see what they're trying to say, which is that he escaped the system, but there's a system outside the yeah. system that still trapped you. And then you escape that, and there's another system that's still trapping you. And also, so, that, that highway sequence in the second Matrix excellent. is fantastic. Excellent. I've rewatched just that bit yes. a dozen times. Yes. It's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that moment when Morpheus <clears throat> rolls out of the way, mm. sword, yeah. turns around, yeah. shoots and the those, back of the car, explodes. The dreadlock guys phasing through cars and yes. things. Really, really good. One yeah, thing yeah. I will tell you for Drew that the commentator dual-headed commentators in the pod race scene oh, that does yeah. not hold up no <laughs> don't go back into that and think that's going to they doing the head swinging yep. things <laughs> oh that's gotta hurt what the hell are you thinking <laughs> my son loved it though oh okay. yeah see there you go that's what they were thinking <laughs> that is what they were thinking anyway anyway a passionate defense of Keanu Reeves the Matrix sequel yeah, better than you remember I felt a and happy quite frankly that. I think fourth was an understatement in how good an actor he is should have been second or third Oh, come on. Oh, Keanu. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Well, although... Higher, if anything. Although... This is supposed to be for the 21st century. Yeah, that was yeah, the hardest part. Straight away, you started talking about, oh, yeah, Bill and Ted this, oh, speed that. All oh, these movies... The 20th century, yeah. Well, in the 20th century. What do you think about our statement on Will Ferrell? That he should have been in there in the... If you're putting people Agreed. like Ms. M- Melissa McCarthy... But, and particularly... It, Oh, was Kevin Hart in there, or were you just talking about Kevin no, Hart I as think, an option? No, I think Brian loves Kevin Because Ferrell's Hart. above Kevin Hart for me, <laughs> although I do. I like Kevin Hart, yeah. but Ferrell's above Kevin Hart, no doubt. No, he wasn't and, in there, but Will Ferrell wasn't and in Ferrell there. And Ferrell, Ferrell would be above... Old um, school's in the 21st century. By a mile as well. Old school. Yeah. Uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was 2002. I looked okay, it up. Okay, fair enough. But Talladega <laughs> Nights. But what do you yeah, reckon? Semi-pro. Yeah. <laughs> Where was Crispin Glover in the list? It wasn't anywhere Where was Cillian Murphy? It wasn't anywhere near it. There's a live cougar in there. Trapped it. Uh, is that our anonymous news? Yeah. Done? Yep. We got a little sports? Yeah, we got a little sports. Rolling on into the sports town. And I'm so against this. Alright, now coming up next, as they end the sports town. Three, two, one. Cue the music. Yes, well, welcome to the Sports Down. I've got a bit of sports news for you this week. Uh, I'll start off with the AFL. I like how you're accentuating sports. It's very blokey of you. <laughs> very sports. Sports, sports yeah. oriented. A bit of news coming up. But in the AFL, Sydney Swans player Elijah Taylor. Now, I brought him up before. He was the yeah, one. He's our boy. He's not, he's not our boy anymore, mate. He's not our boy. Oh, no. no. <laughs> well, oh, he, oh, no. He, has, he hasn't been our boy for a while ever since he assaulted his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> 
What what happened to Tay Dog now, now? He has received a five thousand dollar fine for his outrageous assault on his ex girlfriend back in September. Now. You remember I started talking about this dude a few months ago and we followed the story pretty closely because his ex-girlfriend snuck into the quarantine zone crossing golf courses, climbing fences anyway. He's turned out to be a real prick and uh, he was <laughs> last week sacked by the Swans with the club saying the 19-year-old's actions could not be reconciled. A good move by the Swans, I think, but not really sure about the punishment from the courts considering this behaviour. $5,000 fine for, uh, for attacking your ex-girlfriend. And what's more, word on the street says he's set to join a new look VFL competition in 2021. So yeah, pretty light slap on the wrist, really, and fairly disappointing, I think, from the AFL. Maybe they need uh, a bit of an integrity unit to come into play here and uh, and really pull down the I would always think guy. that an integrity unit for the AFL would be similar to the NRLs, but just classier. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just What was the name of the integrity unit guy again? Hunter. 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 Yeah, 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 it's Hunter, <laughs> but in like... Yeah, but in like a politics blazer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sterling. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sterling Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Complaints are like you can't wear brown shoes with black belt. <laughs> so, so does that mean? So does does that mean that the Swans waited for a court decision before they yeah, let they, him go? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So innocent yeah. until proven guilty. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in a quick visit to Cousins Corner, I can update you with the information that despite being sentenced to seven months for stalking back in November, uh-huh. Ben Cousins was released just two weeks later, largely due to time already served. But yes, he's out again, and word is this time he's ready to do it right. We believe in you, Benny boy. You can do it, Benny boy. You can do it, Benny boy. There is a number of... <laughs> There is a number of NFL players, um, and I just refer back to NFL because that's the spot I know the most. There are a bunch of NFL players that have gone in and out of these, I suppose you'd call it a vicious cycle, of uh, being above the line or below the line. and like Ezekiel Elliott kind of thing? No, he's okay. (laughs) No. He's he's paid his debt. He's paid his debt. No, I like just have done like... (laughs) Just cannot get off the source, I suppose. Oh, okay. You know, and, and it just generally doesn't work out too well. Yeah. So I think your cynical view on his future is probably uh, accurate. <laughs> Poor guy. Is that your is that your AFL news? That's all I got for AFL. And it was just a quick question. So he's already out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was out two weeks later. So it's too late for me to buy stocks in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. People are already all over it. Okay, yeah, um, the demand is already spiked. Smarter men than you mate have already made that investment. <laughs> That's right. Big news today, though, in the AFL: Eddie Maguire is stepping down as chair of the Magpies, the Collingwood Pies. Really? Yeah. Is this really? Hot seat though. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was, I was about to say, do you think this is Sam Carroll related? Well, I. <laughs> the two things are too coincidental. Uh-huh. Carroll appears on it with that floral shirt. That shirt. That's it. Uh, that is Salt to the eyes. Uh huh. Yep. And Eddie Maguire no longer can uh, can do his job. He's so. just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Shout, shout out to Sambo once again. <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> Thanks for cleaning the decks. <laughs> All right, nice one. Uh, in the NRL, now you might have read about this one. Queensland State of Origin star Kurt Catewell has lifted the lid on becoming entangled in a pornographic film with another man yes. when he was just 20 years old. Now, apparently, he went in for a photo shoot with a clothing company. He was young, doing some modelling. It was all above board at first. (laughs) Then they started offering a little extra cash. Maybe he could do the next set with your shirt off. 
Maybe let's do a couple of jokey ones with Ramon, our Colombian lighting guy. Nah, we're just mucking around, mate. There's no film in the camera. And, uh, well, oh no, Ramon spilt wine on his pants. Oh, yada yada, you know how this story ends. Now, the Penrith Fans. changes the light bulb? (laughs) The Penrith Panthers went uh, to the NRL and police earlier this year. Uh, when a person began trying to sell images from the film. And I have to say, I feel sorry for the guy. Mm. Yep. And good on him for speaking up now. In these very boof-head, blokey kind of sports, is often a real stigma. Owning up to somehow getting tricked into a gay porn scene when you thought you were there to spruik plus-size Lowe's polo shirts like so many NRL legends <laughs> before you. So brave of him to open up and put it all out there. Pulls there in it. For the Steve Blocker Roach. I don't think they were getting coached into taking off their shirts. For the future, mate, once there's more than one dick out on set, you're not in a fashion shoot anymore. This is something else entirely. But another NRL news. Hang on, hang on, you, got, you got something to say about that? Well, I read this article. Yeah. And look, we're, we're not a seri- we're not We try not to be a too serious a podcast. So, you know, we... I'm. I credit to the guy. It's, it is tough, and, and that is, you know, he's trying to make good, and this isn't a play on him. But I just can't help but feel. We know how men are, yeah. and yes. boys are, yeah. especially how rugby league players are. Sure. I get that on the surface of everything, it was like, oh, he's brave for coming out and saying it, and, he, you know, it's, it's fucked up his life, and I get that. But I just can't help but feel that he is going to just get drubbed continuously because I, I just think that's they the won't culture. Let it go. In, how yeah. could you? They can't. Do you think people aren't going to say little things behind their breath when they're on the field? I mean, these players often can't keep their racial, you know, connotations out of their mouths. Imagine what they're going to say if you're in the scrum with this. Hey, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Kurt Catewell. (laughs) Kirk? Kurt. Kurt. You're in a scrum and someone's going to be leaning over the other hey, side. Kate like, well, hey, hey, Kurt, you yeah. liking this one, mate? <laughs> Good like, to see you with some yeah. pants on, Kate. Well, <laughs> exactly. So I just feel I feel for him because I just feel like, yeah. even though it's great and it's, you know, I think it's a brave thing for him to do, I still think he's going to cop a lot of crap. He'll cop a lot of heat. Yeah. E- e- eternal conflict in a situation like this, and this is like that for me. It's the detail of the inner conflict of of manhood, really, which is the part of you that kind of finds the whole thing hilarious and wants to joke about it and banter about it and the part of you that's like oh but that's abuse of a young man yeah exactly like, it, it is but we're like, not like, but you and, know and what? it's like the, the 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 conflict between the part of you that wants to banter about it and the part that's going what a horrible thing to have happened to some poor confused 20 year old it's like it's like like your brain's exploding we need to be very you know we need to make sure we distinguish this podcast as one that's not afraid to talk about everything yeah. from both sides. Sure. Yeah. Brave man. He's still going to cop a lot of shit. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. And there is something mildly amusing about the story. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in the in the headline news, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll move on. Because... Thanks for backing me up, boys. <laughs> as, as Adam and Phil back away. <laughs> in other NRL, NRL news, a Canberra Raiders player... <laughs> Tom Starling was charged with assaulting police after a brawl on New South Wales Central Coast recently. Turns out Tom and three mates were a little rowdy after being asked to leave a pub in Kincumber, which I think is up near Woiwoi. Anyway, an officer was injured, the public order and riot squad was called in to assist, and all four men were arrested and taken to Gosford Police Station. Now, Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart has thrown his support behind Tom after hearing that he was just standing up to some thugs that had made a derogative comment about his mother... And not, as the police have alleged, 
trying to wrangle the sidearm off one of the officers. Now, Ricky Stewart was quoted saying, well, defending his mother is something I was obviously okay with. I'd probably be more disappointed if the guy hadn't done it. Anyway, I was pleased to hear that the integrity unit is liaising with both New South Wales Police and the club. And uh, how do you reckon Young Hunter's doing down there at the integrity unit this week? It's probably just started there, you know, just bragging to his mates, they're paying me four grand to work over Christmas and there aren't even any games on it. He's cheersing his mates, he's getting pats on the back. They're all going, go on, Young Hunter, easy money. And just like us, their off-season is our on-season. The big footy boys are getting bored and rowdy. It might just be a tough summer, Hunter, my man. Poor, poor Hunter is like, he gets through that and then... Um... And then they go, all right, mate, once you've done that, yeah, I just need you to work on this one's a little sensitive. Now, this guy, unfortunately, got coached into doing some stuff that he regretted uh, without his shirt and clothes on. Um, do you mind just managing the whole PR thing around this? <laughs> oh, but, oh. And, and meanwhile, Hunter's here going, wait a second, hold on. One of our players got abused, didn't abuse somebody. I'm not... I'm yeah, not sure how to even be on this side of the does fence. not compute. We, we, we're gonna, <laughs> we're trying to need... find the really small folder that's, on the SharePoint. That's right. It's like it's it's almost like oh, we need like like we we but we've only got criminal lawyers. Maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe that's what I'm struggling with. It. That's why I, I don't know how to commute. It's like so. hang on, an NRL player has been a subject of some form of abuse. No. It yeah. doesn't quite compute, it does doesn't. it? And and poor hunters, they're going. We don't. We do not have the systems and structures in place to deal with this situation. He's having to build them from scratch pre-Christmas. Shout out turtles. to Hunter, who's probably still working now. Yeah. The staff PM. have already gone on break. That's right. He says he's... Nice. But in the NFL then, history has been made at Vanderbilt Stadium with kicker Sarah Fuller becoming the first woman to score in a Power 5 college football game. She made an extra point kick against Tennessee on Saturday and in a touching move after making the kick... Game official Chris Garner chased Fuller to the sideline, handed her the football, a memento for his historic feat. So what do you think, boys? A woman wants to play football? Is it too early to thank Joe Biden? Seriously, I understand. She's a soccer player, and this is her next move. And uh, it's not really uncommon for NFL kickers, right? They they're often come from a soccer background. Tristan, I'm looking at you. I don't watch the game. I'm just going to insert that Simpsons, com- that Simpsons line from Lisa, from Lisa right here. What position have you got for me? That's right. A girl wants to play football. How about that? Well, that's super duper, Lisa. In fact, we already have four girls on the team. And also in the NFL, there are now 33 players on the COVID injury reserve list. Will this stop a single game from going ahead? Absolutely not. And why would it? With COVID currently hemorrhaging a 9-11 size collection of citizens every day in the US, it's certainly not the best time to stop playing football, is it? Well, on that, we are amazingly a little over a week away from the restart of the new NBA season. Oh my god! And they're not doing a bubble; they're just going ahead with like a, 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 business as usual. America, ha- I, uh, I can't even anymore. I mean, it's just I can't even anymore. And I watch ESPN, and there's ads for college football, and and you know the championships that are coming up. They're just in this sort of perpetual state of denial. Or maybe they just realize. I, I, it just genuinely feels like it's gotten so big we just can't even care anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. they have no control over this. We may as well just play through it. It's like when they say, you know, I'm just one person. What difference can I make? That's mm-hmm. where America is right now. Yeah. We're just one group of people. What difference can we make? May as well just keep playing. Shit's yeah. gonna happen. 
But there is a certain degree of truth to that because uh, you know California went into another lockdown. It's still growing yeah. because there's just unless the citizenry is willing to all get on board to come in and all get on board, and you're trying to arrange 300 million people. So there's a certain point at which, well, it's going everywhere anyway. I guess we'll just get on with life and, yeah. and kind of go from there because it's not really the exponential nature of the whole thing. Is like you're either doing a lot about it or you might as well do nothing about it. Yeah, like, like that's where it is, and and and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's like on the streets over there, but well, I yeah. uh, a friend of mine, um, <laughs> a friend of mine actually messaged me about uh, a, a, one of his friends went to him, got permission to go to America, is marrying some uh, someone over there, and within a week, because she was pre- she's pregnant as well mm. with a child, something like that, within a week of landing, he contra- he contracted COVID. Get out! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. from a Australia. Week. Yeah, within a week. Yeah. So it's just rampant over yeah. there now. And meanwhile, so, all the bloody American celebrities are flying over here and moving to Byron Bay. I heard this. I heard from another source that uh, Natalie Portman's children goes to a school near here because they're all here filming uh, news. So is uh, uh, like Isla Fisher and Sasha Baron Cohen's they're kids over here. here. Too? Really? They're all filming. Australia's fast becoming the Hollywood of the world. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they can do it. So they're all getting special permission to come here and film. Get in. And, yeah. get, and get away from the heat. That's, that, that's what I think it really comes down yeah, to. You want to escape that. You want right? to be getting away from that. Yeah. There's basically a civil to... war going on, pandemic burning through the population. And come frankly, to Australia. When you when you when you consider what COVID has done to the arts section of our economy, the fact that some movies are coming over to here to film, get in. Get in. To our to our friends in the you know, in the film, television, arts yep. community, get in. Do we have any what friends we in the have? television, arts and film community? Well, we certainly will never get them if we don't shout out to them, Tristan. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> shout out to all of you guys I working do. out I there do. in the films. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. That's right. Much love. Uh, any soccer news, man? All the soccer news. Uh, and I still don't like the look on your face. Don't <laughs> like it. Okay. In the English Premier League, the biggest teams all failed to register a win on the same match day for the first time since 2016 as the fatigue of this crazy season sets in. Wow. Four-year so record. The season started a little bit later. Than it has in a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say since 1916. <laughs> the last time this happened. Since late 2019. Four years. Four years is a while. Okay. Um, and yeah, fatigue is setting in. It's clear right across the mm. league. Fatigue is setting in. So the pressing stats are essentially the lowest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, with a late start to the season. And the teams that are in Europe are playing like three games a week. And just getting absolutely wrecked. Uh, Tristan, your beloved Leeds... I'm sorry to say. They went doing down, good. Went down 1-2 to West Ham. So West Ham West, have taken them down. That's right. West Ham have taken down Leeds. Leeds is lang- languishing in 14th uh, after five, That's okay. five games without a win. Villa, yeah. Villa got up over Wolves. Newcastle got up over West Brom. United and Manchester United and Manchester City in the derby played out a very exciting nil-nil draw that's that according to I, I tuned in that's the ADZO special that according to my favourite podcast was the worst thing to happen to football in years and they were actually speculating that they need to change the rules to give more points to a win just on the basis <laughs> of never having a game this awful ever oh play again God. <laughs> yeah that's the kind of game that Adam would go yeah. to I've and never he... seen a goal yes. scored yep <laughs> not one swinging from that to the very exciting Everton getting up 1-0 over Chelsea uh, Rodriguez that. Oh, Rodriguez wasn't even on the pitch. Oh. Uh, Sigurdsson penalty. Okay. Sigurdsson penalty. Yeah. Southampton continued their astonishing run. They're sitting in fourth in the table with a 3-0 win over Sheffield United. 
Fulham drew one all with Liverpool. Leicester continued their hot streak as well, sitting in fourth after a 3-0 win over Brighton. And let's all laugh at Arsenal. <laughs> the former nothing. big team currently languishing in 15th, yeah. losing oh, wow. 1-0 to Burnley. Holy moly. Have they scored a goal yet? It has, I know it has been a, it's been a long time. It has all gone wrong. For wow. Arsenal this season. Who's their coach it now? It is all gone. Mikel Arteta. Yeah, I thought it was Arteta still. Yeah, and he, and he came in midway through last season, got them together, got them playing some amazing football, mm. and won the FA Cup. So everything's looking great coming into this season. It's all looking good. The players all took a 12.5% pay cut so they didn't have to fire a bunch of people at the club. Right. They fired them anyway. <laughs> Discontent has been rife. Everybody's pissed off. And the culture of the club's just gone and completely tanked. And Mikel Arteta is quite a rookie manager, and so trying to manage a situation where morale's going down, he's clearly, it's looking like he's not equipped for it. And so it's all gone to hell for Arsenal. So. Well, when you're only earning $87.5 million a season, you'd be pretty pissed about that, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, we? you gave up 12.5%, and they yeah. fired 55 people anyway. Yeah. So. I, um, I turned on the Premier League uh, the other day and couldn't help but notice that now, isn't the UK in some sort of lockdown at the moment? Yes. And yet there were crowds at uh, the Chelsea game. 2,000 people. Yeah. They're currently allowing 2,000 people. The UK is having more deaths per capita than the US. The right. UK and Italy are the top two, and then the US. So we all talk about how bad the US is. Yeah. But per capita, even worse than yeah. the UK. Yeah. 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 Well, I just I just thought that was quite contrasting because yeah. they want to this like actually yeah, yeah, yeah. unlike America that you know sort of sets its own rules about lockdowns and you know people don't necessarily and blah blah blah. Yeah. The UK actually did sit down lockdown. Then I turned on. Then hey, there's a, some crowds in the in the stadium at it Chelsea. Was odd timing that they introduced this, yeah. but it's really been about getting the mechanisms to be able to put two thousand people into a forty thousand seater stadium. Yeah. And keep them distanced from one another. So it is kind of a good move because you're finding like in a 40,000-seater stadium, as it rotates through the season ticket holders, all the most diehard fans at least get to go and see their team once. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a beautiful thing that they're trying to do, but I can see it's a bit... It's a bit oh, I just found it interesting. And yeah, the thing that contrast. I still can't quite get past is the fake crowd noise. Because oh, I'm watching yeah. the matches and... Like, I lose myself into it. So I kind of like the fake crowd yeah, noise I like in the that fake you do. Noises, yeah. Until every now and again, you just notice there's nobody in the stadium. And it's got this, um, what do they call it? The uncanny valley in a movie. Yeah, where yeah. Where it's just... You know it's fake. Your you, brain knows it's fake. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You just get that little bit of a perception. And that kicks in like every 10 minutes of a game or so. Because they'll pan out and you can see all the empty seats right at the time that they're going, Whoa! Yeah. Like <laughs> they're that. all singing the song. It's uh, like... Uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, in movies where they film like dance scenes or in a thing. And you know that there's actually no music. No music playing. And everyone right. just has to dance, yes. you know, yeah, yeah, to yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or have you ever watched the clip of the throne room scene at the end of Star Wars? But they do it without the yeah, uh, yeah. I to you. without the uh, without the music. Oh, interesting! Yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, Very we'll watch good. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I once sent it to Adzo. Yeah. Um, you so yeah, to, I sent it to you. No, I'm almost certain I sent it to you. Um, um, finally, in the English Premier League, shout he out it at my house. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, these two are having a little spat. Final note on the English Premier League. Shout out to David Moyes, veteran of the English Premier League, former Everton manager, who has, after copying a river of shit from the day he went to Manchester United and watching everything go wrong everywhere he went, now has West Ham, of all teams, in sixth place. West West Ham. West Ham. 
Yeah. So wait, he's the They're practically relegation candidates, and yeah. they're now in sixth. He's the coach. He's the coach. The manager, I should say. The manager. Yes. Coach. He'd probably call himself a coach. He's so a bit is, old school. Is the Freedman becoming a West Ham po- podcast? I I hope so. No, yeah. a David Moyes podcast. A David Moyes podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the filthy, filthy West Ham. No. Nice the wrap Everton up. podcast. Nice wrap up, bro. Um, golf. No, it's, it's off. No, I know. Just so, yeah, yeah. You're looking at me. Yeah. Do you know? You talk I got about nothing to LPGA. wake up to on a Monday morning anymore. You talk about the European PGA, <laughs> Japanese PGA, no. anything. Yeah. Uh, anything else happened in sport? I don't even know anymore. Like, I know that cricket's on again. What, what, what happened with the ODIs with Australia and India? India won some things, and I think Australia won some things. I don't know. I was Do trying to keep this lean. You told me to keep it lean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just thought I, I felt like we're not an Aussie podcast if we don't actually mention cricket. Yeah. Well done to the teams in the cricket. Cricket's on. I, I will say it was quite. I was at a pub last week and they had the I think it was a 2020 on at the SCG mm. and the SCG was absolutely packed oh yeah it, was, it actually looked amazing to see a yeah. packed shoulder to shoulder stadium yeah. again yep. yep you know the bright lights of the SCG yeah yeah the buzz a the midweek the atmosphere oh exactly <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... Yeah, we are going to have to lift our cricket game, but uh, personally, yeah. this is my favourite sports town thus far for its lack of golf. <laughs> All right, let's have some beer. <laughs> Not that it stops anything. <laughs> that is horrific. There it is. There it is. Shoot. Shoot. There it is. <laughs> but I'm going to defend it because I'm a Queenslander. So yeah. welcome to Hold My Beer. And I'm going to keep that into the recording so we can uh, <laughs> we can hear a Queenslander mocking his own beer. Actually, on the second sip, I find it to be fabulous. <laughs> Next to his creaming soda. That's right. And as a person who went from I hate hazy IPAs to I love them twice, yeah. I think you could understand that sometimes it gets better as it goes. Valid. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, it actually gets better the more you allow it to take the lining off the inside of your mouth. That's so it. I think by the fourth or fifth sip, fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. And welcome to Hold My Beer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are, due to the demands of our uh, anonymous sponsor, we are drinking Forex tonight. So you can... Uh, I don't think there's any excitement in my tone when would, I say this. Would you say this is the Forex Gold episode? <laughs> it's the yeah. We could say the sponsor is just Forex Gold because oh, he's yeah. anonymous. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And Forex Gold is our hero. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to our anonymous sponsor. So we decided we'd up the ante and we'd make tonight our state of origin. Uh, hold my beer episode. And, we thought we'd put Forex Gold up against its traditional rival, Two Is New. I'm actually really excited about this. Yeah, I'm not as excited by it, but it's something that we... <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a classic uh, situation of the podcast, here we are celebrating State of Origin about a month after the whole <laughs> no. thing's finished. <laughs> I think, I think, I think... We're, the Freedman Podcast, always first. <laughs> always first. I honestly think in our sports down, we actually pretty much... My thumb was it. so off the pulse of yeah. the State of Origin, they might well be playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the third and final game, for all I know, and we just really tie it all in. I, I think that the... the, the Premier State of Origin was a lot more interesting than the Rugby League State of Origin. Anastasia versus uh, Gladys was so much better and so much more entertaining. That is a WWE Smackdown I would pay to see. Absolutely, and and I was going to say... Well, actually, listeners, we're doing things in a bit reverse order. We're we're starting off with uh, Hold My Beer today. Um, I wanted a drink, so... Yeah, we (laughs) we thought we'd just get into it. But it's interesting that you brought up WWE. We always say everything comes full circle. 
wait till we get to Hero of the Week. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, let's... B- before you drink your Forex gold, I've created a... <laughs> Do um, <wait. laughs> I, This is like George Costanza's test of the candy bars. Oh, yes. I've created a test of the Forex. I had to come up with some sort of competition mm-hmm. in about the 30 seconds that I had while I was pouring this. <laughs> so, we've got a blind test, and I guess... It's how well do you know your state beer? Okay. So in these cups here, it's one type of beer. And in these cups is here is another type of beer. So one's new and one's 4X. Okay. Didn't you just point at them? No, because I, I actually, <laughs> at this point, I actually can't remember which one was which. <laughs> well, hopefully one of us can taste a difference then. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got to remember the order. I did the 4X first. Okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. All and, right. and, and the winner is craft beer. <laughs> For replacing these horrible beers. <laughs> I will say, I have more recently drank 4X. Uh, I can't remember the last time I drank a, a Tui's new. I agree. Yeah, but, uh, I did I'm the 4X uh, brewery tour in Queensland just last year. Was it amazing? It was actually pretty fun. Uh, but they got a whole, whole nice mix of different, you know, tropical things and ales and stuff. And you get to have a couple of beers. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking up it. It was pretty shit. Yeah, okay. Thank yeah. you. Also, it was on a Saturday and all the machines were shut down. So as you get to this room, this is the bottling room. Normally all these machines are <laughs> whirling and twirling fast <laughs> and you can see. Not today though. <laughs> Jerry's left. Walks over to the vat. Needs more dog. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really trying to feign excitement here. I was I hoped for a bit of sliver of excitement. You cut that down. Phil, what have you got for us, mate? Look, this is your home state. So, so first and foremost, like, <laughs> like, shout out to anonymous sponsor for taking us from like, oh, here's a beer that I really love. Like our last sponsor sent something they'd love to drink and all that sort of stuff. And anonymous sponsors just basically sent fuck you in a bottle to yeah. us. <laughs> uh, so, so shout out to you. He is Brisbane anonymous based. sponsor. Always oh, Brisbane yeah, based. Yeah. Oh, okay. Love We're you. very. This podcast is very popular in Queensland. Anonymous sponsor, <laughs> you're the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The proud history of Forex Gold, official, affectionately known as the Milton Mango. Did you always know that? Of course no. not. I, I, I can guarantee you I'm not going to know anything that you're about to talk about. I zoned out through most of the tour. <laughs> so, so, so welcome, my friend, to Counter Counter Culture. Okay. Now, I remember sitting in the pub across from where Tristan worked at one stage, just having a beer, having a nice craft beer on tap. The guy comes in and they're like, hey, and, and you know that. What's the name of the pub? The Duck. The Duck? Yeah. Great selection of craft beers. They have an amazing selection, yeah. Guy comes in, hipster looking bloke, mm. and says, you know, what what beers have you got? And they, they gesture to the taps. And he's like, huh, none of that crap. <laughs> I'll have the VB. And out comes the VB to go into the hipster thing. And it was at that point I realized the craft beer movement had moved full circle. Oh, yeah. Right. And it was now the hipster thing to do to say, fuck off all the craft yeah. beer. Yeah. I'm going back to the original. It's yeah. like in America with the Pabst Blue Ribbon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, the cheap shitty beer because you're just, you're too cool. 100%. And, yeah. Hence the Milton Mango. Ah. Because it's not, I'm getting a Forex now. It's the craft beery kind of counterculture community that's oh, like, oh, okay. I'm just going to get, going down to get my Milton Mangoes. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the original, so I'm sense. coming home. Anyway, the history of Forex Gold. In 1877, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> as the pod's resident Queenslander, I'm bringing this to the fore. Brothers Nick and Ed Fitzgerald, by a family distillery, and by family I mean failing <laughs> distillery, as you can see from my notes, I don't write oh, no, them down uh, very well. Get comfortable, oh, That's right. And they... <laughs> And they name it Castle Maine after their Castle Maine brewing, brewing brew pub in the Victorian goldfields. 
So right. it's actually named Castle Main so it's after named the named after a Victorian place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So controversial, state, mm. which is where the third state of origin takes place. So this is how we loop Victoria into all of this. Mm-hmm. One year later, in 1878. Oh, no, not year by year, mate. Take a look. <laughs> take a look at the look on Adam's face, listeners, <laughs> if you could. My he beer's getting all very warm. worried indeed. <laughs> this is long wait for his Premier League wrap. Operations <laughs> begin at the Castle Main Perkins Brewery in Milton, Brisbane. The first beer is the 3X Sparkling Ale. Potentially the first triple X rated thing to go into Queensland in, since its foundation. Where Speculation. Did, where, did the, where did the X's come from? Fun fact. Oh, great. The X's relate to the strength of the lager back then. Oh, I got and, an answer for that. Wow, look at him. Absolutely. Ah, Phil. Yeah. I've been digging into it. But Phil, I saw, feel me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sporting a half chub. I know you are. Yeah. I know you are. That's because <laughs> the moment I said triple X, you're like, oh. Yeah, maybe it was a bit more subtle. <laughs> Hello, yeah, 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 the Vin Diesel movie. <laughs> That's right. Up, up until then, Queensland was, was repressed. You know, it was very innocent. And then the triple X arrived and yeah. it was game on. Um, meanwhile... Patrick Perkins oh, yeah, Perko. had breweries in Toowoomba and Brisbane that yeah, were humming along in the background. Fast forward all the way Please, more than one to year. 1916. Oh, thank God. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. There's no more distilling anymore. It's all about the beers. Clearly gearing up for something epic. We move forward again yep. to 1924. Getting there. We're fast, we fast forwarded eight years and we witnessed the creation of an icon. As the German brewer on staff, I can't even pronounce his name, Leitner, okay. brings his pure, unadulterated genius forward to create Forex. He brings one more X to the game. He brings Forex <laughs> into the world. He looks at the 3X sparkling ale and goes, Needs I'll more just X. make it stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's from, this is Spinal Tap. Ours goes to 11. Took it up to 11 out of 10 and he was ready to go. And the beer was launched along with an advertising campaign featuring a little man wearing a suit, a smile, a wink and a boater hat. On an advertising icon that lives on to this day on the wall of the brewery in Brisbane. It's not on the bottle though. Yeah, I'm looking for the bottle. But the little 4X man is recognisable to all Queenslanders. And okay, so the fourth X is wait. Were you, did you have a finale no, there, or were you just I, taking your breath? <laughs> I was taking a breath. You go on. <laughs> no, I it was move so, into the so space the, because the fourth X is in German. That's what you don't understand from reading it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, I've always sensed that Germans had another level of um, porn beyond triple X. So oh, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Moving forward to mm. 1980. Okay. When Castlemaine Perkins merges with Tui's to become Castlemaine Tui's to own both sides of the rivalry. What? Mm-hmm. So once again, a giant corporation mm-hmm. playing tribal rivalries wow. between each other so they in fact own it all wow. and make all the money. Playing both sides. Yeah. 100%. It's a profit thing. <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> I'm just thinking of that, that, that Rick and Morty episode where there's the purge. And then there's that the, the upper crust of society that just designed yes, yes, the purge yes, to control design, everybody. Yep, that's yep, what's going they're on there. Controlling us, hundred percent. That's what's that's what's going on. Okay. And then we fast forward to 2016, and Forex Bitter is brought into controversy mm. as it's reduced from 4.6 percent alcohol content to 4.4 percent, thus reducing the overall manliness of Queensland by 0.2 of a percent. Hell's going on there. Terrible. Hmm. Absolutely terrible. And really, I blame Tui's for that. I blame <laughs> yeah, Tui's for that. It was the inside job. That's right. Yeah. They've come in, they've bought it, and they're like, we're going to water it. Yeah, that's classic inside job. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And 
Funnily enough, 2016 is around the time that the Blues started winning some yeah. State of Origins. <sighs> Controversy. Yeah, sneaking a couple of water bottles into the brewery, drop a few Mount Franklins in the vat. Suddenly, all the Queenslanders can't hold a ball. I think. Oh, I think to be fair, when we started to win an Origin, it an felt origin. like Queensland was winning it for a long, long time there. Yeah, and still do. Yeah. Yes. So okay. As evidence this year when obviously it's gone back to normal, and that's a wrap. All right. Wow. Uh, well, my bottle says full flavored, so I'm looking forward to that. So that's what, <laughs> that's <laughs> all I'm bringing to that. So we, history uh, lesson so, comes so tell, to life. Tell me about the history of Tui's, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. I did look up the Wikipedia, but you talk for so long, I don't even want to read They did a whole bunch of stuff, and then eventually they bought this Queensland company. Yeah. That's right. And then they and then they made the exact same beer and stuck a blue label on it. But it was, it was brewed in 1931. Now with more blue label. No. But it was 0.2% stronger, maybe. It's nothing good here. Right, I don't want to... Please don't go to the history. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care enough. It's an it's a beer... Look, can we just move into my taste test, please? <laughs> Alright, first taste test. Uh, we don't need to talk about the flavour of everyone. This isn't... Everyone really... knows what these beers taste yes, like. Just you grab them this. since you were 17 right, years okay. old. First taste we're test. We're drinking beer number one. Beer number one. We don't know which it is. Uh, I kind of got to remember Quick what smell it test. is. Yeah, okay. Mm. Swirl. Is there like a spitting bucket? Or... No, that's too new. It's a state of origin. 100%. This tastes like a horse's ass, really. Alright. That is that is the least offensive thing I've tasted. <laughs> Alright, now grab this bad boy. It's the white claw of beers. <laughs> exactly. Now grab this bad boy. That's exactly what it is. This is some yeah. great this is some great listening, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um Okay, it's pretty obvious. It's okay. absolutely clear and obvious that the first one was two is new and the second one was four X gold. Yeah. And that's so. it ends the great state of origin <laughs> okay. experiment. But but which one did we prefer? I mean, I will say that the 4X actually has more flavour. Tui's new didn't taste like anything at all, which is probably why it works for school kids. Because you go out, you, yep. you know, when you're when you're young and you get the Tui's new, you're like, well, this is refreshing and not at all like that hideous beer I've, you know, tried to drink in my uncle's basement before. Yep. It's because it doesn't taste like anything. Yep. Well, 4X gold is mid-strength, Braj. So it's 3.5%. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, it's not very strong, but it's tasty. Yeah. Yep. But you can, ta- you can taste that it has... It is What's the percentages in a new... I'd have to go to the kitchen to find out, right? a long way. <laughs> maybe, Phil, maybe Phil could do the history again while you go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll pop it in there somewhere in one of our segments. So, no, don't, uh, don't, don't borrow <laughs> So, So, I think um, this is probably the most challenging Hold My Beer segment we've had so far. Because aside it. from um, reading the Wikipedia page aloud to our listeners... Um, there's not much that can be said about either of these beers. No, One of them is utterly inoffensive and might as well not exist. And the yep. second one is Forex. <laughs> so Forex uh, is the winner for if, me. If you are trying to enter either Adam or myself into some sort of state-based rivalry to defend new... Couldn't give two shits. <laughs> yep. But you know what? You know what I'm going to do? You know, yep. we've all, always talked about how would you elevate this beer... Yep. We, mm-hmm. By eating something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. I brought a pack of Red Rock Deli <laughs> sweet chili and sour cream chips. Yeah. I'm going to put to you now that there is a place in this world for these beers. Yep. And it's with a pack of chips. Uh huh. Yeah. A pack of chips, especially these full flavor chips. This is where you're getting your flavor tonight. You're getting mm-hmm. from the Red Rock Deli. It's good Red Rock Deli yep. chips. Yep. Yep. Sweet chili sour, sour cream. cream chips. Yep. Have one of these. Oh. And grab a beer. Grab a beer. That's just goodness. That's, that feels quite nice. That's great. It's a yeah. great combination. That's a sitting around with your mates, 
eating chips, drinking beers, don't care too much about it. You haven't spent $24 on a four-pack, that's for sure. <laughs> it's not like my... Uh, use some of that money towards another pack of Red Rock. My apple crumble. <laughs> was it apple, apple crumble, crumble cider, cider that yeah. you brought last week. That was a four-pack for $27. Jeez. Mm-hmm. In, in, like, in, in all seriousness, though, between these two, like, like I, I, what you're saying about the chips is dead on about 4X, but that two is it just... It's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's absolutely nothing. Whereas the 4X, I sort of look at it, I go, it's pretty flavoursome. It's just a good, light, pretty inoffensive, a little bit but, of bitter in it. but tasty beer yeah. that yeah. I can see myself... Like you can see why this is a Queensland beer. It's chilling out on my mate's deck. It's fucking high outside. You're having yeah. a few chips and some brewskis. Yeah. Like, easy. Nothing so, wrong with that. Nothing should we, wrong with that. Should we just give it all flat out three out of five beards and move on? And move on. <laughs> Are we going to really debate that's, anything more? That's for 4X, right? Yeah. And 2 is new gets a zero? Oh, I'll give it a 2. I'll give it a 2. Yeah. Okay, good. So 4X is the winner. Yeah, that's yeah, right. And by default, Queensland is the winner. Uh, sure. Uh, sort of, <laughs> whatever you like, mate. <laughs> in, in, in the interest of time, yeah. <laughs> you're the only one that put any prep into this segment, so <laughs> you can have the win. All right, coming up next, something. <laughs> Concluding our show, uh, we have some Sydney news as well as our fast becoming our other favourite segment, Chappy Ass. I can't wait for Chappy Ass this week. (laughs) (laughs) Sydney news. So I was in the city with um, my boys and the city was dead, right? The city was dead. But except for one store, the Apple store. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I need to ask you guys a question because I've never been an Apple guy. Yeah. Why? And this was actually true in Bono Junction the other day as well. Hmm. Why are there always lines of people waiting to get into the Apple store and doing stuff in the Apple store? What are Apple people doing in the Apple store? I don't get it. Like, you can buy Apple products online. You can go into other places and look at Apple products. Why is the Apple store so popular? I will say they let you, they let you just have free reign. On the machines, so I, I reckon a lot of the people going in there are just you know travelers, backpackers. They need they need some internet. They don't have their laptop. They want to quickly check their Facebook. They want to fire up some emails. You can just do, you can, this is the time of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but you can just walk into an Apple store. You got you got Wi-Fi. You've got free internet. So you're saying people are just going in there to use free computers? I think there are some. I think they're certainly pre-Christmas. There are people going in there looking to buy Christmas gifts. You know, AirPods or whatever the hell people or kids are using these days. And other people are probably going in to speak to the geniuses to get repairs. Are they geniuses? There are geniuses in there, apparently, that'll fix your products for you. I'm not an Apple guy either. I gave up about the iPhone 4. That was my last Apple product. Uh, but hugely popular, apparently. I would love to hear from anyone who could explain that, what people are doing in an Apple store. If they've ever been in an Apple store. It's the only place you can get your shit fixed. I think that's what the majority of it is. It's so the only it's reason people I ever go in there. Broken because, stuff back. because if you take your Apple device to anything else to get it fixed, you surrender the warranty. Yeah, and right. so anytime something's going on with my phone, so or it's a profit thing. Anything's got to be replaced. I'll be going back into there. But the, it's funny. I was looking for a case for my iPad, and I I would walk past the Apple Store because that's the only place you can get the like exact designed ones. Yeah, yeah. And seeing that lineup and the fact that even as we record, like zero community transmission, they're forcing <laughs> you to wear a mask and sanitize your hands. Yes, they oh, were. Wow. I'm like, fuck In that. And I went into JB Hi-Fi and got a lower quality case. Hell I'm yeah, just like, I don't boy. care. I'm not having it. Yep. Yeah, I'm not having it. This is ridiculous. This is not America. COVID is not rife. 
Hell yeah, boy. Get the hell out of here. Thank you. Okay, well, that explains a little bit more. So, thank you. I, I just, I always find it a mystery. I also wanted to shout out to, now this is, this usually would be, would take place in our video games review show. Absolutely. But I've obviously talked highly of the game Hollow Knight. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I do, I think it's on Nintendo Switch. I think you should get it as well. You told me two weeks ago it was not on Nintendo Switch. Oh, I think the sequel's coming out on Nintendo Switch. I look forward to it. And speaking of the sequel... I just found this was quite funny when I was looking it up because I finished Hollow Knight the other day. Yep. A Hollow Knight fan has been posting bad art every day until a sequ- the sequel Silk Song <laughs> is released. I found this on Reddit. It's, it, this guy does it on Reddit. It's absolutely fantastic. So the guy just basically posts these really crude hand-drawn pictures of characters from Hollow Knight as his own... See, look, day 360 of poorly drawing Hollow Knight until Silk Song comes out. So all he does is draw these pictures, and he's been doing it for nearly neon a year because the producers of Hollow Knight won't release a release date. And I just found that incredibly amusing that people, there he is drawing Hollow Knight with Mario Mario and that little guy. And this is, I guess, what the internet is for. Yeah, this is you know, look, this this is a much more creative version of um, a Facebook page that I've been following for years now. That has um, really been an incredible commitment, and it's a page called "The Same Photo of Jim Carrey Every Day." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it exactly as it it's sounds? Exactly as it sounds, and oh, he's wow. been doing it for years. It's amazing how the internet produces this creativity. Absolutely, absolutely. And at one stage, I, I logged in and I liked like 10 of them in a row and I got a message from some person I hadn't heard from in years going thanks a lot for liking all of those in a row they came up in my news feed all at once (laughs) so I'm like just just a commitment and I checked it just the other day because this was like this is going back to 2014 I followed that page and I checked it the other day they're still going Uh, alright finally let's uh, finish off with uh, Chappie Asks love it Uh, Chappie (laughs) what has Chappie Asks this week well He's a long-time listener, second-time asker. Great. He's, he's, he's got a bone to pick this week. <laughs> he says, Hi, fat team. Should you go to a birthday party without an invite, bring a Nintendo 64, then talk people into gaming instead of attending a water park per the birthday boy's wishes, arguing that there are band-aids floating rampant in the pool of choice? Is that cool or is it not cool? Phil, what's your initial take on that? I'm very much in favour of um, the culprit's Nintendo policy. (laughs) Um, But I'm not so in favour of their weren't invited in the first place policy. I'm pretty sure they were invited. I don't know about it. This guy's pretty adamant that he wasn't. This is where I'm torn. This is where I'm torn. Because showing up uninvited to parties is... It's not really the done thing. Um, But if you're going to show up uninvited to a party, bring a Nintendo. And I'm, I'm leaning towards the Nintendo person because it improves every situation. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could argue that obviously this person who wasn't invited is quite a loser. But, you know, you could argue that um, the, the, at least this person wasn't just coming to the party empty-handed yes. to be at the party. Yeah. Yes. He was trying to make the party better. infinitely better. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what game was on the Nintendo 64. Mario Kart. And four controllers. <laughs> All right. And first off, this was... 26 years ago and <laughs> Chappy hasn't let it go and I thought it would be a nice thing to do to bring a Nintendo Mario Kart and four controllers we could all play it together we can round robin oh it'll it be was really you. It was, of course it was me <laughs> Chappy knows it was me you know it was me 
So I took it along, and, uh, and we're all playing Mario Kart. We have a great time. Tabby's like, hey, guys, you want to go in the pool? And we're like, nah, 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 we're playing Mario Kart. And Adam, yeah, yeah, Adam. He what brought pool the, was it? His house, first off. Yeah. And then he tries to sweeten the deal. He says, okay, how about this? We're all going to get together, get in the car, and drive to the Homebush Aquatic Center, which was yeah. fairly new at the time. Yeah, yeah, he was. upped his pool game. He yeah. said, we're going to go there. We're going to have a real pool party. And I said, nah, I don't want to go to that place. Last time I went there, there was like 50 band-aids floating in the water. We should stay here and play Mario Kart. <laughs> And then he got really quite upset with me. And then he said, we're definitely going. It's my birthday party, not yours. And I said, oh, okay, can I borrow a towel? And he said, no. And then I called my mom and said, I feel sick. He didn't get me. <laughs> and I left. And I didn't speak to Chappie until we were at uni about five years later. So said birthday party still remained at the house. The aquatic center was never reached. No, no, they the made band. it to the aquatic center. Oh, they did go. Sans me. I was I wasn't so I'm, you tried and you failed. I just tried to bring a little a little bit of joy into into the situation. I mean, the ironic thing is today, mm. if I had the choice of leaving my comfortable air conditioned house, yes, to go to an aquatic center, where you've or got a Nintendo sixty four, play Nintendo sixty four, <laughs> yep. I probably would make a fairly easy decision. I will say, if I hadn't taken the Nintendo Nintendo sixty four, we probably would have been forced to sit around reading chappy Star Wars books all day. <laughs> but maybe that was his goal to sort of get everyone involved that way. But uh, I thought I did the right thing. I feel like probably in his mindset, he was in his head. He was like, oh, "This is going to be super cool when I rock up with the Nintendo sixty four under my arm." Yeah. Cup controllers. Four. Little Mario Kart cartridge there. Maybe a GoldenEye cartridge as well. No, Just say yet. yes. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll be the king of the party. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. And that's where that's where I can understand um, the 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 uh, the listener it's chappy, obviously. Well, well at this it's point. Chappy ass. Yeah, it's, it's chappy might, ass, it might not be. Might or might not be that they might have, uh, they might see somebody who's rolling in trying to be king of the party when it's their party. I would think that, but the the, the not giving a towel to go to the go to the, the aquatic complex is petty. <laughs> like that's next level petty. You know, it's not like hey, you know, like fantastic. You're at least you're at least sitting there going, all right, that's you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I tried to be king of the party. Let's go to the swim center, like you say, and it's like you can't even have a towel. Get out of my house, peasant. Like that's petty. It's all right. So can we do a quick vote and and uh, move on? Yeah, I, I vote. I vote in favor of the Nintendo. <laughs> okay, so we got one pro Nintendo. Oh, I'm so divided here because I feel like you know you're ruining the party. Yeah, I would be pissed off. But at the same time, you're trying to improve the party, um, and I think that you should be commended for just trying to up Chappie's coolness. Yeah, like hey man, he's got this cool new Nintendo 64. I was system. willing to still call it Chappie's birthday party. Yeah, it's just now it's featuring Adzo's Nintendo. Yeah, and I don't even think that Homebush Aquatic Center exists anymore. So I think it does. No, oh, I was just hoping that maybe it'd be... full of band aids. Though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Chappie had asked, would you have let go of the naming rights to the Nintendo? What Chappie's party featuring Nintendo? Featuring Chappie Nintendo? No, not Chappie's. Just, just a Nintendo. Yeah, whatever it would have taken to get that towel. Oh, I see. I see. That point. That's quite reasonable. That's quite reasonable. Handed in the Nintendo. I'm so divided here, Phil. What's what's your what's your view? I mean, I don't want to make I, a call. I'm I'm finding this difficult because I, I don't want to wail on Chappie two two rounds in yeah. a row. So it's definitely not wailing. No, it's okay. I, He's a I'm big a, man. I'm a fan of he the can, can I'm it. a fan of the petty move yeah. with the towel. Yeah, big fan of that. Yeah, but Mario Kart trumps everything for me. Thank Always. You. Always. Well, there it goes. That means you don't my even vote need doesn't to vote. Cut. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Chappie. Well, you won. He, no, Chappie won last week. 
like two weeks ago. Did he? Yeah, and you he voted did. in favour. We both did. You and I voted in favour. Wait. No, 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 no. No, no wait. Only I voted for Chappie two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Ago. yeah. yeah. All right, I'll vote for Chappie to give him some support. Fine. It should have been a pool party, bro. Okay. It's two on one once again. Right. And Nintendo wins. <laughs> As always on this podcast, As Nintendo always. wins. All right, my friends. Well, I think it's time to call it a night. Yeah. It's bedtime, gentlemen. It is. Uh, last show, official last show of the year coming up next week. It's our Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, featuring Nog. Hold my eggnog. Featuring Halal Snack Packs. Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully oh. an interview with our crypto a, expert, uh, Mikey B. Yeah, that's right, baby. Get in. Um, and <laughs> just a reminder, uh, please follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Pod- Podcasts. Um, follow us on uh, Freedman uh, Twitter. Is that how you say it? Twitter? Is it a yeah, it's Twitter. Freedman Twitter and all that other stuff. Uh, and continue to tune in and uh, show us their support by following and also rating our potty. So, uh, good night, boys. Good night, gentlemen. See you guys. See you later. later.